This is our devotional commentary for 2 Kings chapter 15. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. In the 27th year of Jeroboam, king of Israel, Azariah, the son of Amaziah, king of Judah, began to reign. He was 16 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jechaliah of Jerusalem, and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, according to all that his father, Amaziah, had done. Nevertheless, the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and made offerings on the high places, and the Lord touched the king so that he was a leper to the day of his death, and he lived in a separate house. And Jotham, the king's son, was over the household, governing the people of the land. Now the rest of the acts of Azariah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Azariah slept with his fathers, and they buried him with his fathers in the city of David, and Jotham his son reigned in his place. In the thirty-eighth year of Azariah king of Judah, Zechariah the son of Jeroboam reigned over Israel in Samaria six months. And he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord as his fathers had done. He did not depart from the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, which he made Israel to sin. Shalom the son of Jabesh conspired against him and struck him down at Ibleam and put him to death and reigned in his place. Now the rest of the deeds of Zechariah, behold, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel. This was the promise of the Lord that he gave to Jehu, your sons, shall sit on the throne of Israel to the fourth generation. And so it came to pass. Shalom, the son of Jabesh, began to reign in the thirty-ninth year of Uzziah, king of Judah, and he reigned one month in Samaria. Then Menahem, the son of Gadi, came up from Tirzah and came to Samaria, and he struck down Shalom, the son of Jabesh, in Samaria, and put him to death, and reigned in his place. Now the rest of the deeds of Shalom and the conspiracy that he made, behold, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel. At that time Menahem sacked Tipsah and all who were in it and its territory from Tirzah on, because they did not open it to him. Therefore he sacked it, and he ripped open all the women in it who were pregnant. In the thirty-ninth year of Azariah king of Judah, Menahem the son of Gadi began to reign over Israel, and he reigned ten years in Samaria, and he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart all his days from all the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, which he made Israel to sin. Pul the king of Assyria came against the land, and Menahem gave Pul a thousand talents of silver, that he might help him to confirm his hold on the royal power. Menahem exacted the money from Israel, that is, from all the wealthy men, fifty shekels of silver from every man, to give to the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria turned back and did not stay there in the land. Now the rest of the deeds of Menahem and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Menahem slept with his fathers, and Pekahiah his son reigned in his place. In the fiftieth year of Azariah king of Judah, Pekahiah the son of Menahem began to reign over Israel in Samaria, and he reigned two years, and he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. 
He did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, which he made Israel to sin. And Pekah, the son of Remaliah, his captain, conspired against him with fifty men of the people of Gilead, and struck him down in Samaria, in the citadel of the king's house, with Argob and Ariah. He put him to death, and reigned in his place. Now the rest of the deeds of Pekahiah and all that he did, behold, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel. In the fifty-second year of Azariah king of Judah, Pekah the son of Remaliah began to reign over Israel in Samaria, and he reigned twenty years, and he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, which he made Israel to sin. In the days of Pekah king of Israel, Tiglath-Pileser king of Assyria came and captured Ijon, Abel-Beth-Makah, Janoah, Kadesh, Hazor, Gilead, and Galilee, all the land of Naphtali, and he carried the people captive to Assyria. Then Hosea, the son of Elah, made a conspiracy against Pekah, the son of Remaliah, and struck him down and put him to death, and reigned in his place in the twentieth year of Jotham, the son of Uzziah. Now the rest of the acts of Pekah and all that he did, behold, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel. In the second year of Pekah, the son of Remaliah, king of Israel, Jotham, the son of Uzziah, king of Judah, began to reign. He was twenty-five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok, and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, according to all that his father Uzziah had done. Nevertheless, the high places were not removed. People still sacrificed and made offerings on the high places. He built the upper gate of the house of the Lord. Now the rest of the acts of Jotham and all that he did Are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? In those days the Lord began to send Rezin the king of Syria, and Pekah the son of Remaliah against Judah. Jotham slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David his father, and Ahaz his son reigned in his place. When watching sports on TV, I almost always view a recording so that I can fast forward through commercials and speed things up between pitches, plays, or possessions. This technology is a real gift for the impatient or busy. When reading through 2 Kings 15, one gets the distinct impression that the author has his finger on the fast forward button and we are watching history unfold at hyperspeed. The chapter is framed by two kings of Judah, Azariah, also known as Uzziah, this verses 1 through 7, and Jotham, verses 32 through 38. In between are 30 years and five kings of Israel, just prior to the final scattering of the nation, verses 8 through 31. For most of this time period, Azariah reigned in Judah. The contrast is clear. One long reign in Judah versus chaos and coups in Israel. Still, Azariah is no paragon of virtue. Though generally orthodox in his religious policies, his sin was great enough to provoke God's judgment 
in the form of leprosy, verses 1 through 7. Meanwhile, in the north, Zechariah took the throne from his father, Jeroboam II. Zechariah reigns only six months, for Shalom conspires against him and strikes him down. This completes the four-generation dynasty the Lord had promised Jehu in chapter 10. Presumably, the dynasty might have been extended if they had turned to the Lord, but they didn't, and Shalom brought it to an end. In no way does this imply that God approved of his actions, but it's not unusual for God to use even evil deeds to bring his sure word to pass. Verses 8-12 through 12. Shalom reigns for just one month until he is assassinated by Menahem, verses 13-16. through 16. Menahem's reign lasts ten years, during which he pays expensive tribute to the king of Assyria hoping to secure Israel from invasion, verses 17 through 22. Pekahiah succeeds Menahem, and he reigns two years until eliminated by the conspiracy of Pekah, verses 23 through 26. Pekah has to deal with Assyria once again, but silver has lost its magic by this time. Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, begins to put the squeeze on Israel, dominating all their land east of the Jordan and west of the Sea of Galilee, while carrying some of their people into captivity. Hosea steals the throne from Pekah, but by this time any influence of Israel's king is limited to the region around Samaria. Verses 30 and 31. With Israel under such extreme pressure from Assyria, it's obvious that she is on the brink of extinction. Her civil instability is a clear sign that God's more severe judgment is imminent. Yet sadly, Israel is paying no attention to these preliminary warnings. 200 years after Jeroboam I, his poisonous sins are still holding sway. There is no repentance. Thus, there will be no escape. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.